I don't know, Chris. I'm just going to feel alone because nobody loves me and no one will save me. It's a show by Chris and Neil with all great movies. They are the real deal. We watch them all so you don't have to. It's movies that don't suck and some that do. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all ages, it is a new episode of Movies That Don't Suck and Some Do. My name is Neil. And I'm Chris. And today we're going to do, yes, two, count them, two movies that are out there in the world for you to watch. First, we are going to take time to go through Hulu's new movie, No One Will Save You, starring Caitlin Dever. I say it like this. When you're born, when you're a little baby, there's a million news you could be. Doctor, lawyer, bank robber, happy, sad, all different kinds of versions of you. And then you start going through life. And you make this choice. This one, that one. And one by one, those versions sort of go off. Like they die in a sort of way. And then finally, you end up who he is. The end. You really think that? Maybe. Maybe I'm just trying to make a hundred bucks. Good job, Neil. It's a good, good, good clip. I know it's a great clip. Um, and to be honest, she's the only person really yeah. in the entire movie, just, except for one other person that we see a lot of, and that is the Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like that. I, think. I mean, exactly. I, I, I was like, man, <laughs> what are they saying, Chris? What are they saying? <laughs> I think we'll find out soon. No idea. Yeah. Then the second movie that we're reviewing this week, guys, is the one um, that is. I don't think it's number one at the box office. I think it's still. It's, like, it's still like a bunch of people are fighting it out. Yeah, it's like it's like six at, or something. Yeah, but it, it we'll talk about it here in a little bit, and it's called Dumb Money, which talks about Wall Street bets. If mm-hmm. you know about that, in the uh, yeah, uh, GameStop, subreddit, yeah, it's Wall Street bets, and the GameStop. Yeah. But uh, we'll talk about that later. Uh, featuring a man that we've seen a lot of in a lot of good movies. Let's be honest, this guy is just rocking. If you could have a good career or have any career where you're like super good at every movie, <laughs> but nobody really notices you out in public, yeah. that's this guy. And his name is Paul Dano. This is not how this was supposed to go. I had it all planned out. We were going to be safe here. We could watch the whole thing together. Watch what? Everything! It was all there. You mean you didn't figure it out? Oh, you're really not as smart as I thought you were. 
I guess I gave you too much credit. What have you done? What's black and blue and dead all over? You. That's Paul Dino as the Riddler in a Batman. The Batman. The Batman. The Batman. Batman's 1989. The Batman. He's not called the Riddler in that. They don't even use that term for him. They? No, they don't. They just have the question marks yeah. everywhere and stuff like it's that. Cool. It's kind of cool. Work. It's okay. It's okay. You don't have to call them by the yeah. name. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. uh, I'm trying to think of what uh, Gotham, the TV show, was good. And I don't think they called them by half of the names. And they didn't call him Enigma, though. Like Mr. Enigma, right? Well, that's his real name. Yeah. Edward yeah. Enigma. Okay. Enigma. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Or uh, the Riddler's name, I yeah. should say. Also, uh, in this movie, uh, this is a long list, guys. Uh, so I'm trying to make these clips as short yeah. as possible. Here we go. Pete Davison. When I used to live with my mom, I just thought she was annoying. I thought she was annoying, and she cock-blocked my masturbation time. That's all. Because <laughs> she was the room next door, so every time I would get it going, I would, like, hear her sneeze, and it would throw off my timing. And I'm like, I can't finish now. Mommy's sick. <laughs> She might need these tissues. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> That's, I'm sorry. I had to do a stand-up one because yeah, yeah, I yeah. knew I could get 20 he, seconds. He's pretty good. That. He's pretty good. <laughs> and then, uh, of course, the great Seth Rogen. Hey! Oh, oh, yeah. Look, what's the problem? I'll tell you the problem. What? You're the problem, man. You're everything that's wrong with this fucking country. Because you're an old, rich, white piece of shit. And your media conglomerate is ruining this planet. Enough. I'm done anyway. I had more time with you than I thought I would. So joke's on you. Excuse me. Thank you. Yeah, that's from uh, The Long Shot. The Long Shot. Basically talking to the fictitious version of... uh, of the Roger Ailes, or what's the guy's name from? Yeah, yeah, we'll go with Roger Ailes on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and also the wonderful, the great, um, one of my favorite little clips of God, the I'm entire. I'm so glad you picked it, too. So I glad know. you picked it. It's one of my favorite clips of all time because it's when he was disappointed by going to Indianapolis and a steak shop was closed. <laughs> and they he went to a diner and was presented with this. And this is what he said, Mr. Nick Offerman. This isn't a steak. Why would you call it that on your menu? I don't know what to tell you, man. Just give me all the bacon and eggs you have. Wait, wait. I worry what you just heard was, give me a lot of bacon and eggs. What I said was, give me all the bacon and eggs you have. Do you understand? It's like when they see a... And they see uh, Ron Swanson walking. JJ's like, shut down the kitchen. <laughs> shut down the kitchen. Shut down the kitchen. Also, uh, from one of my favorite shows, and uh, she's been on television with us for at least 20 Ugly Betty, years right? now. Ugly Betty, right? She was in Ugly, Ugly Betty, Betty and yeah. then Superstore. Yeah, yeah. And then all the great. I mean, she's in the number one movie of all time at this point. Barbie. Barbie. Yeah, she was in Barbie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was going to go with the Barbie clip, but I was trying to make the clips yeah. very small. So, yeah. uh, America Fiera. Just kill what? yourself. What? Kill yourself. Mm-hmm. No, you don't get to talk right now. I am so tired. I have slept 90 minutes in, in three days. The lining of my uterus is coming out in clumps. I have hemorrhoids so big that my doctor looked at my and said, Whoa, have you ever had a doctor look at your and say that? I am wearing frozen diapers so that my doesn't fall out. 
Okay. I was just. Why haven't you killed yourself? Yeah, it's good shit. I love that, especially since Glenn is played by uh, one of the kids in the hall, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite comedy shows that ever existed. And, and man, in my in my experience. And then two more actors that I actually found a clip of the two of them together: Sebastian Stan and Shalina Woodley. I just started to feel pain listening to myself talk to you. No, that's because you're in my suffer zone. Is that what it is? That's what it is. Oh dear God, I never had a suffer zone. <laughs> I mean, I, I suffer everywhere, but I would like to keep it to his own if I could. Yeah, you should probably leave now. Oh, okay. Before I destroy you with my radioactive sadness. But you already did. Because <laughs> now I know you're here, so I have to deal with that fact. But I guess I'll just try and deal with it here. This is good, right? You're going to have to move another step. I'm sorry. It's still too close. That's a good clip, dude. I mean, that yeah. was adorable. That yeah. was adorable. Yeah, I've never seen that movie, and now I want to watch it. There's, there's like three movies that because I was going through clips that I now want to see that I've never seen. I've never seen The Descendants. Did you ever what? see that? Yeah, well, George Clooney. Yeah, absolutely. With George. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, I never saw that movie. I never saw that movie. Watch it, dude. It's good. Yeah, I, 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 I. Now it's in my that that and that movie ending beginning are both movies now in my repertoire of movies that I think I think it's because before we did the movie podcast, I didn't really deep dive into rom coms or movies that made me think or feel, <laughs> and you're the one that influenced that. I mean, come on. Remember, the first time I watched Lady Bird was with you, and yeah, I yeah. said, I'm not an angst teenage girl. Uh, I I cannot I cannot uh, take Ugh. part in that yeah. movie. I don't know. I don't understand that movie to me. And uh, But now, if I was probably to watch Lady Bird, I'd probably cry my little eyes out. <laughs> I'd probably be like, it's so sad. <laughs> so, Chris, thank you for giving me emotion. You're welcome. But, uh, <laughs> so that's Dumb Money. That is the second movie that we're, we're going to be doing. Chris, tell them where we are. You can find us online, moviesdon'tsuck.net. We're at w2mnet.com. That's W2, uh, number two, Images and moviesnet.com. You can find our podcast there. Orange Brothers on Facebook. At facebook.com slash news on soak podcast. We're on Twitter at MTS Podcast. We're on Instagram, MTS Podcast. Find us on uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash news on suck. You guys want to get a little bit of money? Uh, Neil can get a value meal at Wendy's or uh, whatever. Yeah, or uh, if you guys want to buy a shirt with our logo on it or our faces on it, go to bonfire.com slash news on suck and something to do. You'll find our stuff on there. A whole bunch of other stuff Neil has made. Uh, also, we're, if you guys are listening to us on a you know, podcast app, go and subscribe. That way when you, uh, when we upload the episode, you know, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> whenever I get to it, it'll be ready waiting for you when you uh, get to your phone or, or your listening device. And where you find podcasts, find movies don't suck and something to do. Neil, who are we talking about today? Today, we're going to talk about something we have never talked about before. Kenny's Auto Accessories and Collision Center, located at 7620 East, 42nd Place, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, Now, you can go to their place, and what they do is they do everything. They take care of tires, chair, uh, seats, wheels, 
rims. Like, look, they put heaters in your seat if nice. you need them. Nice. They make the leather for, they make screens for the back of your, for your rides if you want. They make the leather there themselves. These people originate in making nice seats looking better and nice cars looking better. Like, they will deck out your trucks, they'll deck out your cars. And it's a really weird story because what happened was Kenny began in an aftermarket audio business back in 97. The company he worked for had only six employees. They installed tape decks and high five stereos. Mm. These guys literally, uh, Kenny started fast forward to kind of like today. Kenny is now, Kenny has his own company. He has 18 employees strong with over a hundred years of experience between them. They live and work in the community and take pride in not only selling the right product for what you need, but they also service every type of product sold in their product line. Their product line has increased to over. Well, there are too many to count, literally too many counts, yeah. any kind of accessories they that they will build, they'll build it for the customer and the customer service there is ridiculous. I just went there, had some work done on uh, the Hulk, which is my Ford Explorer, my big green truck. <laughs> and they were just, I'm telling you, dude, this is why I'm talking about them because they were like the nicest mechanic people I have talk to ever so they didn't, they didn't me, try to fuck you right no they didn't f me at all actually they got i got out of there really cheap and other people even a minute other people have said like this one here i took my truck from for cameras and i talked to ben the general mayor he is knowledgeable so polite the work the people everything over there has shown imperially in performance totally worth five stars this one here here's another one i had a great experience with all the people i spoke with at kinney's they were able to install the system in my vw that let me lock and unlock my vehicles remotely like these people have all the things so guys if you're in Tulsa area and you need to get your car repaired, go to Kenny's Auto Accessories and Collision Center, or you can just check them out their website at Kenny'sTulsa.com. It's always good to see uh, good mechanics of it. You know, like uh, a lot of them will they'll try to fuck you big time, but not Kenny. I know, especially when you're, you're like us and you know, I walked in there and I had like a you know, I had a pro wrestling t-shirt on, wearing a Star Wars hat. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, usually see somebody like us, you're gonna they're gonna try and take advantage. Speaking of, us. of your hat you're wearing now, Bucky's. I came in from mm-hmm. Texas and I stopped there. And when did the, you go to Texas? The last the last weekend. Oh, and you didn't stop by my house. I see how you are. No, no, I told That's you. Okay. No, we had to it's be, okay. I get it. Took it. Us 35. Supposedly, I have no friends. It took us 35, dude. Uh, but uh, we did some Bucky's. And it's cool. I know a lot of people love it. A lot of people love Bucky's. I kind of get it. <laughs> but, um, I kind of don't get it, <laughs> to be very honest, because it's just a store yeah, to me. It's, it's, it's a, just it's, like a store with a lot of gas. But you have to have hats, though. Yeah. Well, I got the hat because it was available and it was only like 10 bucks. Oh, yeah. You know how. You know how weird it is for me to find a fitted hat that yeah. actually feels comfortable on my head. Oh yeah, it's it's hard. Yeah, and this is a that's this is a fitted hat that feels comfortable on my head. Oh, it's fitted, so it's uh, oh okay. Yeah. yeah, it is not. It's not a snapback or oh, anything okay. right here. Look at that. See? Oh, is it okay? Oh, it's got that little uh, cloth thing. It's got that little cloth thing. Okay, I got one of those upstairs. I should have been wearing it right now, but you know, I don't give a fuck anymore. No, no, you want to look more like the gray alien. I get it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but. Uh, Let's, Talking know, about gray aliens, I think we got some gray aliens to talk about, yeah, don't we? Let's not know we'll save you. 
directed by Brian Duffield. He, this is his first big movie he's directed, I guess, big movie. Um, he, but he's most known for right. He wrote that Babysitter Killer Queen, the sequel to The Babysitter, uh, Love and Monsters, which we talked about on the show. Mm-hmm. And now uh, he also wrote the episodes for Skull Island, that Netflix series. Yes. And, and now uh, he did No One Will Save You on uh, Hulu. This stars Caitlin Dever as Bryn. I say it like this. Uh, and then... <laughs> yeah, so they have... A, this, Just a bunch of aliens. Yeah, so Elvis and the basically are uh, extras almost. You know, like... Uh, but, uh, yeah, why don't you give me the storyline for No One Will Save You? Is there a storyline on this one? Yeah, it's, I, I think it's pretty easy if yeah. it is. It's going to be like one... Dots. All I got are dots. Okay, there we go. Mm-hmm. And an exhaled, anxiety-ridden homebody must battle an alien who's found its way into her home. It's a little more than that, but yeah, that's basically the just how it starts out. Yeah, a little, way more than that. But the thing is, if you give away too much, yeah, there's, there's... you're giving away pretty much the whole fucking movie. Because um, this is the thing we're going to say about this movie. I'm going to just start this one off, if I could, please. Yeah. Um, Nobody talks in this entire movie. Yeah, there's eight lines of dialogue, and I think they're most of the lines are just. Oh wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry, it's all my fault. I did not change the graphics. I didn't get into this thing. I am so sorry. Yeah. Okay. First, first, boom. Let's change our background. There we go. And then second, let's go straight to the first thing, which is thing you just said. There are only eight words spoken throughout the entire film. I know you got to figure out some of that squeaking I can hear on your side. What? The squeaking. Oh, is it still squeaking? Yeah. I'm sorry. Right. I'm just too close to my desk. That's my problem. Okay. All right. Oh, you were but moving anyway, it with your belly? Um, You're like, okay, gotcha. All right. Yeah, no, well, no, no. I was moving and it just, I'm sorry. I got it. Okay. I got it. I got the right. squeaky parts. Cool. Okay. Anyway, back to what we were talking yeah, about. Sorry. Um, uh, no one will save you. Um, this movie only has eight words spoken through the entire film. Mm-hmm. Now it is only an hour and a half. Yeah. So, so yeah. don't think, don't let that deprive you. Don't be like, oh, this is a quiet movie. No, this is not a quiet movie. Because here, I will read. Because usually we have a quote part. I did write some of the dialect down. All right. Yeah. Let's see the. You can do that right now. Oh, 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 yeah, no, so the aliens do talk, and then, like, there's sound effects. And Caitlin does, like, mm, ah, like, like, she does, yeah, like, yeah. humming, and so with that, like, the beginning felt a lot like the beginning of Pee-wee's Adventure. <laughs> Pee-wee's Adventure. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 Pee-wee's Adventure, way yeah, to go there. Yeah, yeah. Now. This movie is not boring by no, any means, all, just because there's no dialect, all right? This movie is very much, uh, I mean, there is really, like, a lot, a lot, a lot of good <laughs> things going on. And this movie, Chris, what do you think about it before okay, I jump to the so, um, I liked it. It has very singular vision of this one. It is really, you can tell that. Director has definitely has a style, uh, and I can understand. I, I can understand. I, I wasn't bored. There's not always something happening, and I really like the way that it revealed itself over time. Mm-hmm. You sort of yeah. get to learn more about Bryn and what she's been through. 
Um, I, I'm still I'm still trying to wrap my brain around the ending a bit. I'm not gonna give anything away about that, but I was, but for the most part, I I found this to be a really cool movie. Um, it was okay. Like, it, but but again, I'm also I I'm trying to get the the idea of of um I I have a real problem with people doing legitimized movies because on the streaming, and so and when you see something like this, you're like, it's a little movie, but it's cool. You know what I mean? So I, I liked yeah. I liked it, but it. I liked it, but uh, I'm still trying to wrap my brain around the ending, I think. Okay. Um, I'm not trying to wrap my brain around the ending because after I watched the movie, I went and watched like 20 different videos on the yeah. ending to, to get my head wrapped around <laughs> yeah. it. And I love the whole concept of the entire movie. Mm-hmm. I like that it is literally from beginning to end, it's kind of like somebody's uh, – trial and tragedy of them trying to figure out what their life is coming to, especially being in a life of such tragedy. Yeah. It, yeah it's, it's a good, interesting way to also frame it to bring in aliens in it. Like, alien, alien. right. And it, I mean, do you, like, I'm, I have a hard time not comparing this to Nope, even though it's completely right, different. Right. But that's yeah, the biggest, it's completely different than Nope. But at the same time, it does have that thing where it, it just slowly, uh, re, uh, shows you that aliens are involved, even though it's very clearly aliens are involved from anything that you see re- reviewing this and, movie. And it's and it's not like uh, it's not like they're the aliens. The part is really cool, uh, but but they use it as a framing device for Bryn, Bryn's trauma, you know. Right. And that's why I thought it was super interesting about it. It's a fun movie too. This yeah, really- and then there's and for people that are into the action adventure part, I know it sounds like we're just talking about feelings a lot. <laughs> there's plenty of action adventure. I'm yeah. telling, there's one point where uh, an alien gets blown up in a fucking car yeah. on fire. Yeah. Like, I mean, we're talking. There are great, and oh, that, even it's... though this again, even though this movie only has eight words in it, there is no problems with this. Is this is it is it's got emotion. It's got, uh, it's got action. It is actually a really good movie that is just visually well. Mm-hmm. And so, and by any means, just because they don't say words directly, they're still, scre- like we said, screaming, loud noises, people killing each other. You know, it's creepy still... at points. You know, it's it's got spookiness. Exactly. And so, exactly. And so if you like those alien abduction movies, I think you'll find a lot about this. Uh, not like Fire in the Sky, which scared the hell out of me when I was a kid. <laughs> but this is better than that, I think. <laughs> God, that really scared um, the shit out of me when I was a kid. Fire in the Sky. God, yeah. yeah. I, I, so, okay, let me read some quotes real quick. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, that's about it. That's about okay, it. Okay, cool. That's about it. Right. Oh, oh, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And that's it. Real quick, that's I wanna, literally. I do want to mention. We'll talk. Kate Endeavor's acting a bit, right? Mm-hmm. It's great. She she did. The silent. Oh, type. she she knocked it out of the yeah, park. Yeah, it's, she, she knocked. Uh, the she's the reason this movie works so well. Yeah, was yeah. how much emotion that she distressed over, uh, like she did. She did embarrassment. She did 
uh, fear. She did happiness. She did like like joy. Like there's Sadness, yeah. all the different rainbows of emotion. She literally had it on her face. Imagine getting the script and it's just three pages. <laughs> like like then there's a lot of help moving around. So uh, I, I commend the vision of the director for coming up with something that doesn't need a whole lot of dialogue. It, that's kind of the point of it, you know? Right. Um, but uh, my score in this, I guess I'm going to get 3.6, 3.7. It's a good little movie. Uh, you know, I'm going to give it a little bit more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you, you were, you know, that low. Uh, because I'm going to give a little bit more than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, because And it's not to put you down or anything like that. Uh, it is literally because I believe um, the creativeness of being able to do a movie like this with only eight words <laughs> spoken through the entire film to keep me not falling asleep on the couch <laughs> while I'm watching this, that I'm fully engaged mm-hmm. uh, it was exactly what I loved about this movie. I'm going to give this a four. Okay. I'm going to think, yeah, I think this was really well done. Awesomely. Okay. Well, Oh, Hey, uh, just talking about this for a second. I looked over in our uh, chat system and it looks like um, Patricia has said that it was a great movie too, that she loved it as it was a great silent movie that kept you on the edge. It's That's got, exactly. Yeah, it's a, yeah, I was, uh, I actually thought it sound film while I was watching this. I mean, I had the, volume up still <laughs> but um yeah it's a it's a fun movie i, I recommend oh, it uh trisha said uh i give it an eight at least we do a rating system one through five patricia so zero one through, through five, five actually zero through five. yeah so so four is pretty much like an eight yeah yeah i'd say yeah yeah, yeah. so you and eight i give it like a like a, a c plus i guess i mean yeah i, I mean i liked it it's just what they say about it on Rotten Tomatoes? Oh yeah, well, so guys, uh, every episode we, uh, I, you know, guess the Rotten Tomatoes score, the audience and the and the critics. It's on RottenTomatoes.com. What's the crazy audience score for? No one will save you. Gosh, um, I'm gonna have to say it has to be eighty-one percent, fifty-nine percent. What yeah. the effing hell? Yeah. What is the critic score for? No one will save you. Man, um, I I don't know. I'm I'm like just one hundred percent. Don't know what to say now. Uh, critic score seventy two percent. Certified fresh with eighty one percent. Not yeah. so they have the eighty one. Yeah, I, I should have flipped it. You're a critic now, so we're you're online with them. Now. Oh no! Uh, critic consensus no, is no. Don't call me that. <laughs> don't call me the c word, bro. A home invasion thriller with an extraterrestrial twist. No one will save you serves as a more genre fun from writer-director Brian Duffield improves Caitlin Dever doesn't need his dialogue to command the screen. All right, I'm going to read a good review and a bad, a bad review and a good review this way. Mm-hmm. So uh, from Benjamin Lee, The Guardian, he says, by the end of the rambling mess of the last act, it's clear that no one could have saved this. Fuck you. And um, this is from... What? My, yeah, I know. Uh, this is from Valerie Complex of Deadline Hollywood Daily. She says, this nearly dialogueless feat is entirely carried by Deborah's performance, which is 100% true. So uh, this is No One Will Save You. If you guys really want to get, get saved by this movie, save your evening with a good movie, go to Hulu. It's on Hulu. And they're, they're putting out good stuff. 
You know, it's good to see a who put a, a movie that everyone, you know, could see. I know you really want to see it. I know you want to see it twice, three times. Three times. Neil's pulling up news guys. If you didn't know what he's doing. Yeah, I know. I'm doing. <laughs> I'm doing my thing where I'm pulling up all the stuff for the news segment. But uh, uh, I think I have enough that I can go with that. So, Chris, would you like to hear some news? Let's do it. All right. This is the movies don't suck and some of them news. I read stuff to Chris. He has to act like he likes it or I get to beat him with a hammer. So what's, I know one thing that happened. And we need to get that out of the way first. Uh, Sir Michael Gambon. Am I, am I saying that right? Yeah. Gambon. I think Gambon. Okay. Yeah. Sir Michael Gambon for prolific actor. And we all know him as the one and only the, the, or the second yeah, the Dumbledore. Dumbledore has passed away at the age of 82 years old. So yeah. that has to be the first thing out of the gate. Uh, 82 years to me is that's a good yeah. time on this planet. Yeah. You know, um, legendary actor. He was uh, known for Dumbledore. Gammon has had a successful career spawning over six decades, appearing in over 170 TV and movie productions. Uh, some of them notable roles, The King's Speech, and the life aquatic with Steve Zuzu. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, he portrayed favorites, uh, yeah. uh, one of your favorites, yeah. which is a poster you have yeah. hanging on your wall. That you are modified uh, his, with my face on Steve's face. Yes, <laughs> yes, I did. Because I love you. It, uh, his portrayal of Albus Dumbledore and Harry Potter franchise made him wildly recognized and beloved. Social media has been filled with tributes and fans and fellow stars mourning his loss. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in power. Uh, Sir Michael Gannon. Yeah, he was in so, the now, do you want to talk about the jubilation also? The very What's happy, that? very happy news that happened on what, Sun, what? on Friday, Saturday. What happened on Friday? The writer strike is now over. Oh my God, <laughs> Chris! Why do you always do this to me? I'm about to say <laughs> something, and you're just—I know I did it. On <laughs> uh, the writer strike has officially ended after a tenant deal was reached. Now, if you guys know. Um, what happened was for months they were going back and forth and the negotiations have finally come to the end. The contract between the WGA and the AMPTP, the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producer, um, has progressed and has been signed. Uh, AI can't write. This is, this is what the details uh, are. Uh. AI can't write or rewrite literally material, and AI-generated material will not be considered source material under the MBA meaning that AI-generated material can't be used to undermine a writer's credit or supported rights. A writer can choose to use AI when performing writing services if the company consents and provided that the writer follows ethical company policies, but the company cannot require the writer to use AOI software, e.g. Uh, chat GBT, yeah, yeah. when performing writing services. The company must disclose the, uh, to the writer if any materials given to the writer has been generated by AI or incorporated by AI general material. The WGA reserves the right to assert the exploitation of writer's material to train AI is prohibited by MBA or any other law. Yes. Yeah. So, also... Streaming features, when a feature-length project is made for streaming with a budget of $30 million or more, the minimal initial compensation for a story and tell play is 
thousand dollars and then an eighteen percent increase from that rate. Great, great. Fantastic. So I mean like and and you can go more in depth if you want. There's so much to go into depth about this. But, I mean there's literally like ten more paragraphs I'd have to read. But yeah, but check it just out to get it all. Uh but go check it out. The writer strike has ended. They have come to an end. Now we see the the actors thing to happen. That's gonna be next on the list before we actually Good you know what? what? Talking about that, Chris. Yeah. SAG and AFTRA <laughs> is set to negotiate on Monday to get their strike over. Fucking with hope so, man. Well, uh, I gotta say, man, I, I'm pretty happy about Sundays that last week tonight's coming back on Sunday, so I get to see my John Oliver talk about the. the, the nine is it really? Yeah, the yeah, Sunday. Yeah, I'm happy. I got a pay per view to watch with some buddies of mine because. So my buddy Logan's birthday, oh. he doesn't listen to the podcast, but happy birthday, Logan, um, is on the 30th, so I'm going to be watching wrestling. But I'll watch it when I get home. But, uh, yeah, they talk Monday with the the, the Robert Iger's face, I guess, maybe. <laughs> they talk to you about that Nice. One. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I, I fucking love John Oliver. He's one of my favorites. Yeah. All right, let's get into other news, fun news. Let's talk some more fun stuff. No One Will Save You, director, is already in talks of a possibility of a sequel. Uh, maybe. I can see that. I can see that. I, the, you know. Brian Duffel isn't a big fan of sequels, but he may be open to making a follow-up uh, due to the success that he's already having with No One Will Save uh, here's You. Here's a check. While he has no plans. <laughs> He has no plans yet. Mentioned that he would consider returning to the world on film in a few years' time if there is enough demand from you viewers. So go watch the movie. Make it happen. Say hey, do this again. Make this happen again. Uh, I mean, we got Quiet Place one, two, three, four, five now. How many? I think there's Quiet Place the fourth one, third one. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, whatever. We'll watch it. <laughs> whatever it is. James Gunn uh, insists that Creature Commandos, which is the movie from DCU, will mark the beginning of what's canon in his and Peter Saffron's DCU. Oh, so. Toxic Avengers. Wait, Toxic Avengers, is that, is that coming out in DC? No, no, we'll talk about that here in a minute, okay, okay, so don't sorry. jump sorry, on that too much. Sorry, sorry. Um, but he's made it very clear that Jason Momoa can continue as Aquaman in the gun and surface DCU, despite rumors of him playing Lobo. Others confirmed actors in DCU include uh, Zylo Memron as Blue Beetle, Vilo Davis as Amanda Waller, John Cena as Peacemaker. Those for sure are staying. And that's all you want, really? <laughs> that's all you care about? John Cena's pacemaker, yeah. dude. If you do not, if you've not, if you don't have a funny bone in your body, that's the only reason you would not like John Cena pacemaker. I, that is one of the funniest like, things like I've, I've ever watched. Like I've said, uh, John Cena, even if I like the thing he's in, I always like him in it, no matter what it is. Mm. So, Dude, he's just, he's amazing. Did you see that video of John Cena the other day where uh, somebody was chasing him around with a video, like, recording him? No. That some YouTuber, and was like, oh, you know, John Cena, da da and he's like, dude, it's very disrespectful that you started recording me without asking permission. And he goes, so I will not do anything for you because you did not ask my permission. Mm-hmm. I mean, by any means, this is John Cena. Yeah. This dude could knock you the fuck yeah. out if he wanted to right now. Yeah. He could knock you out. No problem. Easily. So the guy mean. gets beat up for a living. <laughs> and he was just so cordial and nice about it, even though this guy was like, camera in your face, yeah. camera in your face. Yeah. And he's like, dude, you didn't ask my permission. I'd have been more than happy to do something, but you didn't ask my permission. Yeah. 
Well, John Cena, I love you. I'm not going to fill you with that permission. Oh, I'm going to hit like John Cena. I'm going <laughs> to beat you like John Cena. I'm going to... Oh, famous rap song. I yeah. guess you don't know it. Anyway. Hey, are you guys looking to buy something for Neil for his birthday, even though it's been like 10 days past? Well, here's the chance right now. Freddy versus Jason props <laughs> are heading to auction on Saturday from the estate of the special effects makeup wizard Bill Turkis. Now, uh, Freddy versus Jason and Bill, including the original Freddy display head, the Jason cowl, and are being off on iCollector with high bids of $700, $550. The memorabilia comes from the estate of the special effects makeup artist uh, Bill Terzakis, who worked on various films in addition to Freddy versus Jason. The auction begins on September 30th and includes items such as Jason's on-screen machete and collectible movie scripts. The Friday the 13th franchise also being resurrected for NBC's Peacock streaming service as well. Real quick, Nihazen, did you like your gift from me? Oh, freaking Dan, I show that to 100 people. If you don't know, you can go to my uh, Facebook or you can go to my Instagram, Twitter. Uh, I don't know where I posted it. I posted it everywhere. Uh, it's not, Oh, it's on my YouTube, too. I saved it to my YouTube channel as well. It's on my YouTube channel, so you can go look it right now. But literally, yeah, I, dude, I loved it. Dan Housen, uh, and I mean, you told him a little too much information, I think. <laughs> <laughs> a little too much. Maybe not tell him I was hungover for 18 hours. I said you slept. You party too much. You're going for 18 hours. <laughs> like, but yeah, understandable. Yeah, I got Neil a cameo for Dan House's first birthday. Yeah, so. and he said movies that don't suck and something to do. You yeah. can definitely use that at some <laughs> yeah, point in yeah. the future if you want to edit it. Yeah. But. Uh, yes, I loved it. Thank you, man. I, I know I only said thank you through a chat message, but uh, yeah, dude, dude, that was amazing. I'm not going to lie. I, I showed that to everyone. I was at Alice in Chains that night, and I showed it to everybody at Alice in Chains. I was like, who cares about Alice in Chains? Here's Dan Housen. Yeah. <laughs> so did it get sent to you? I don't uh, It was just sent to my email, but it got sent to your phone, right, when it was ready, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. You're like, what is this? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, what the hell? Yeah, I'm glad you um, I, I loved it. I loved it. Thank you. Um, Red Sonia producer says that that's going to be a lot darker than the original movie because it's getting the reboot in 2024. Promising profound and dark narrative layer with a focus on restrained and thoughtful use of CGI only. Okay. So they're going to try to do the big monsters and stuff, but try to use more practical effects. I'm all about that. Which is awesome. Yeah, I like that. I think people should use more practical yeah. effects. Yeah. Because I love CGI because it gives us the ability to do things that we've never been able to do in film. Especially like, like all those all those Marvel movies and all those Super movies would, would look like shit in 1991 with CGI, but now they look fantastic. You know? Yeah, I mean, like, if you go back and look at Spawn from the 90s. God damn. And the CGI <laughs> they use there, dude. It's just like. If you'd have just used some, if you'd have just used some practical effects, dude. Do they, it could be like Star Wars. Because, like, Star Wars still looks good from the 70s. Yeah. And it's because they use practical effects to make it look good. Do you think that they would need to remake Spawn? There are, I actually have a story on oh, good. We'll get to that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the academy museum the academy museum will be gifting a replacement oscar for gone with the wind actress Haiti mcdaniel um her act if now if you don't know her uh oscar was stolen uh from the uh howard university 
the uh, the supporting actress won it in 1940, which went missing 60 years ago. Good thing. And they will be replacing the Oscar finally for her, so people can go on display to go see it. Nice. And I think that's just a heartfelt, happy yeah. story. Thank you. Everybody knows what they want Chris Pratt to do in the DC movies. What is it? They want it. They want him to be Booster Gold. You have to. You have to know who Booster Gold is. Okay, Booster Gold is a guy that works at a museum in the future, who literally uh, stole technology to go back to the past, uh, and literally goes back and he goes back to the past and uses new technology from the 30th century to try to make himself a famous superhero. <laughs> That's only something like, he could do. Yeah, it, and believe me, it's a comedy but serious character at some points. But uh, I'm just like, man, okay. I, I would watch that for sure. I know you would. Yeah. You'd watch it because I'd make you watch yeah, that's it. That's right. There's no way. There's no way I'm not you making you watch. You strap me a, a chair and you put like a little uh, stop pressure. My eyelids can't close. Yeah, I'll, I'll get it. <laughs> I'll clock put it all. You orange it for me. <laughs> you know what? What's that? Surely you're. You can't be serious. I am serious. Don't call, don't call me call Shirley. Me yeah, was almost not said. By Leslie Nielsen. Do you know who the actor was that was originally going to play that part? Who? David Letterman. That would have been interesting. David Letterman auditioned for the lead role. uh, And he said, I tried. They wanted me because I was so popular at the time. Which Uh at the time he had the late show and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And, but he just sucked. Uh (laughs) He said, I am not an actor. They didn't ask me to do it, but I, I just said I'm not an actor. Leslie Nielsen. I mean, without him, what would it be? Yeah. Oh, God, I love Leslie. I, I've watched at least one Leslie Nielsen movie every couple of weeks. <laughs> like Somewhere in Air, Airplane, Naked Gun. Uh, I, I don't know. Dracula Dead and Loving It. Dracula Dead and Loving It. <laughs> I was going to say that. Uh, Sleepy Hollow reboot writer promises to uncover the uncharted sections of the book that no one ever talks about. Uh, Lindy Anderson beer is said to offer a fresh, unique perspective on Washington Irving's the legend of sleepy hollow diving into neglected fragments of the narrative and uncovering unexplained corners of the story. So, I mean, I love the Tim Burton one. Like the other one's my, I love that movie. It's good. It's great. Going. Uh, do you like that one more? The Disney animated one more? Man, actually, to be honest, I don't think there's a version of Sleepy Hollow I'm not a fan of. Uh, yeah. Like, even the TV show, I was a fan of it. Yeah. I, I watched it. So, it's, I don't know. It seems very up your alley, by the way. Like, like even with the orange background, red background going on, it seems very Sleepy Hollow-like. And uh, I know you're super excited for Halloween, and we're almost in October. So. What? Really? Am <laughs> I? Why would I be? What? I'm super excited. What makes you think that, Chris? You post on, you, I like how you post basically a meme every day about Halloween coming up. <laughs> my, my wife is actually just for fun for shits and giggles is working in a haunted house. Dude, year. I want to do that. I really want to do it. But yeah, she wanted to do it forever. And I told her about my experiences about working in a haunted house when I lived in Indianapolis. Oh, you, 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 you a hunter? I, I was Freddy Cougar. Oh, do you ever, she loved it. I had a full outfit and everything. It got stolen out of the oh. car I had in um uh, when I was with uh, this band, uh, but um 
literally, I had a full Freddy Cougar glove, hat, all the above, and I always like talk like this. I'd be like, "Hello, kitties," <laughs> and it was a fun. My little meatballs. Oh, I loved it. I made a girl. I made a grown lady fall down in mud <laughs> in fetal position, pee and poop and puke all at the same <laughs> you're time. Like, you're like, that's why I, I do this. Like, <laughs> it's like that's why I did it. Yeah. And I got a bonus for each one of those. Nice. Anyway, anyway, uh, the Toxic Avenger remake. First reactions have come through. People like the it, upcoming remake of the Toxic Avenger is just as wild as the 1984 original, according to first reactions at the 2023 Fantastic Fest. Peter Dinklage gives a standout performance as Winston Goose, a.k.a. the Toxic Avenger, uh, with the... Ensemble cast, perfectly cast. The film described as gory, funny, crazy, and unconventional, combining over-the-top energy and tone with lots of gore and surprising amount of heart. Yeah, I, I saw who um Elijah Wood playing the like look he's a villain, creepy as fuck, and just knowing that Jay Macon Blair was the director and one of the writers. Just makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And the Lloyd Kaufman, the Lloyd Kaufman, the trauma fame. He's, he's, yeah, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> I do. I can't wait to see it. But, you know, uh, Toxic Avengers, one of my favorite. Yeah. I, I got to go back and watch them. I haven't watched them in a while. I yeah. need to go back and watch them. Throw them on when I go to bed or something. Yeah. Um, Paramount schedule update confirms that in 2024, we are getting a smile, too. You know what? I really like Smile. I wasn't the biggest fan. I did. It was a fun movie. I didn't like the fact you didn't get... Remember, my my complaint was that you didn't get enough information of where it all came from. Yeah, which, which like, uh, some movies don't need that, but I think Smile is one of the ones that do. But maybe we'll yeah, get that. Maybe we'll get that with the second bit. one. I don't, I don't need a lot of it. I even made it very clear. Yeah. I just need a little maybe bit. Maybe the second one will get that. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I want a second one. I'm down for it. Yeah. Hey, Chris, your favorite movie for two nights only is going to be back at the movie theater. The, when, is it The Witch that come back? It's going to be 875 locations across 24 countries. What movie is that? What are they? Britney Spears' Crossroads <laughs> will be hitting the theaters for its 20th anniversary. Forgot about that movie. Yeah, twenty. Uh, I well, I used to work at Blockbuster. Yeah, this is how long ago uh-huh. how old this movie is, right? I I walked worked at Blockbuster when this movie came yeah. out, and someone's like, "What?" Uh, came in to ask for it, and they go, "Where's Crossroads?" I go, "It's in drama because their acting makes you cry." <laughs> <laughs> and nobody got the joke. Like only one person yeah. got the joke, and she's like, "That's not funny." It's well, like, yeah. Have you yeah, seen it maybe it's awful. I, I, but it's coming back, so I guess people can go see it if they want to. I'm I don't see myself going to the theater for that. Unless you force me to. Which I, I yeah, bet you can do. Are are you ready to believe in Kevin Bacon more? I'm not sure it's possible. I'm I'm a baconator all the way. What's up? Kevin Bacon bought a haunted house on the condition that he would destroy it. And to avoid being possessed. 
Now, the property he purchased, Bacon and his wife agreed to tear down the haunted house. Soon after buying, the haunted house had a backstory involving a Native American who was murdered by a colony soldier and a paranormal investigators who were called in at one point. Fortunately, Bacon and his wife avoided any possession-related mishaps <laughs> unless he is possessed. Kira Sedgwick and Bacon were like, we're getting rid of this shit. So... All right, let me go through, like, give me just a second here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm doing this because you'll you'll understand why I'm doing this, and you can edit this part out. Yeah, of course I will. Um, oh, um, uh, drive-ins. We'll, we'll do this real quick. Yeah. Uh, drive-ins are celebrating their 90th anniversary, and they're doing it by allowing you to come out, and they're going to have all the horror classics. Oh, nice. Going to be out across drive-ins. So look for your local drive-in. Uh, try to figure out uh, exactly uh, what you want to go look at. I mean, they gotta they gotta have Friday they got Friday Thirteenth there, right? That's a driving movie. Has to be, has to be. Oh, Amazon Prime Video is gonna add commercials. <sighs> I'm sure they will. I think there's a Netflix gonna do that too, but like a different tier of prices. Yeah, uh, Monster Squad is getting a a Blu-ray. Uh, th- I mean, uh, 4K. I should say 4K yeah, yeah, Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 13 going on 30 is getting its own musical. <laughs> you know, I saw the Louis Vuitton musical not too long ago, which is pretty fun. What's that? I saw the Louis Vuitton musical a couple months ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing that. That's cute. All right. Uh, the Golden Globes are getting two new categories added. Um, the cinematic and box over achievement. Let's see where are they at. I, I I read them earlier. Now I can't remember what the hell it was. No news for the highest grades. All right. So, um, the Golden Globe for cinematic and box office achievement uh, will be uh, revolve around the highest grossing and most viewed films mm-hmm. with an emphasis on global impact. That's yeah. one. And then the best performance of a stand-up comedy. On television, award celebrates comedic performances and stand-up. Oh, so basically, Netflix special is awesome. Like when we could basically, they're adding all the Netflix, all the stuff for Netflix yeah, to be yeah. added yeah. too. Okay, cool. Uh, Cottonmouth, uh, Cottonmouth Western, starring uh, Isaiah Morales, Ron Perlman, and Eric Nelson, is starting filming in Oklahoma uh, next month. Now that the strike is coming to an end. Yeah. All right. Are you ready for it? I'm ready for it. Give it to me, baby. Chris, do you like new scripts? Yeah, I like new scripts. Cool. Star Trek Four is officially now on track to yeah. be completely finished and done. Yeah, everyone's uh, with their new script and writer and director Lindsay Anderson Beer. Cool. Hey, Chris, do you like new scripts? Yeah, I like new scripts. What's the, what, what? All right. Psychera 3 is happening. Production is now continued after the strike is coming to an end. What movie? So they can finish to make that movie. What's the one that again? Hey, Chris. Uh, uh, Sycora? Sycora? Okay. With Del Toro. Oh. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Sicario. Uh, as- Sicario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sicario. <laughs> Sicario 3. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mispronounced words, guys. Yeah. It's okay. It's because my sister beat me a lot as a child. <laughs> um. Anyway. Um. Anyway. Chris, do you like new scripts? Yeah, I like new scripts. Okay, a sequel to the movie Election with Reese Weatherspoon gets a positive update from director after the strike has stopped. Alexander Payne. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like new scripts? I like new scripts. 
All right, Spawn, the reboot is now coming <laughs> to an end finishing on the script because the strike is over. This is what I said. I had a bunch of these because the strike is now yeah. coming to an end. Yeah. All these people are getting back to work on these scripts of movies that we all want to hear. Do you think anyone um, sat down at their computer and was like, I'm going to write something but not tell anyone? You know, like, like some people. I'm sure plenty of them did. I'm sure plenty of them did. I'm sure plenty of them did. All right, here we go, Chris. Uh, Saw sequels are being planned beyond Saw 10 because it's already made so much money and has the highest rating on Rotten Tomatoes uh, from a Saw movie ever. Just so you guys know, we're seeing it, but we're seeing that when uh, next week. We're seeing it in October. We're not seeing it this weekend. We miss Expandables 4, too, somehow. Sorry, man. (laughs) (sighs) Got to see Expendable 4s. All right, last two stories. Ryan Reynolds is to be honored with the Robin Williams Legacy of Laughter Award. Uh, Someone who deserves it better than him. Yeah, I mean, he's going to come up there. I know he'll be super humble about it because Ryan Reynolds is just amazing that way. But, um, yeah. Um, so the Ryan Williams will receive the Robin Williams Legacy of Laughter Award, uh, the 11th annual gala for bringing change to mind. The award pays tribute to Williams and is presented annually by his children. The event will feature performances by Reba McIntyre, Amy Schumer, as well as auction of items, including a guitar sign by uh, Travis Kelsey's new girlfriend, Taylor Swift. Yeah, you know what's crazy about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift? When they found out that Travis Kelsey was Taylor Swift, it's like all fans is like, we're dating Taylor Swift. Like, everyone there, like, they're acting like they're dating her. And I think it's weird. Mm. It's not weird because that's Travis Kelsey, and he's won two Super Bowls. I, you know, I love... I he love, has done the peak, the peak of what you can do in his thing that he does. And he's with the person who sells, who sold the most tickets and albums. I think like you can imagine of all time, literally, I think of all time. And that, Except for the, she couldn't sell out AT&T stadium with a hundred thousand people like Metallica did. Oh, uh, Metallica for the win. Uh, yeah. But I, I, I would guess say I really, really respect Taylor Swift as an artist, especially after she paid all the people that worked on her tour, like $10,000. Oh, yes. Yes. I respect her fucking hardcore. Yeah. She's the best. She, yeah. She's the best. She's she's a good person. I I hear nothing but good things about her. Yeah. So I've never met her, but I've nothing to heard of. Now the last story of the day is not a big story for you. It's for you, but though. for all the wrestling fans <laughs> that listen to us here at I think we uh, have some Don't right. Suck. We got some fans, wrestling fans, listening. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm one of them. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but here it is, guys. AEW, All Elite Wrestling, has just signed a deal with HBO Max and is now going to be on HBO Max. How WWE and their pay-per-views are on Peacock and Mm -hmm. all their back catalog is on Peacock, that same thing is now going to come to fruition with AEW. But AEW also owns the right to Ring of Honor, some Impact events, and also New Japan Wrestling. Oh, so you get to see that shit now. So this stuff is all going to be all together on on HBO Max now. So uh, the new home, it starts in 2024. Now, they already work for Warner because Warner bought TBS and TNT years ago. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and all that stuff a long time ago. So they already work with them. But that is awesome. 
I, I don't know how much more you can literally talk about for a wrestling fan. Because right now, if I want to go see an AEW wrestling match that I missed or that I had that I want to see again mm-hmm. from like say two years ago, can't there's nowhere to go see it. Yeah. I'd have to deep dive into YouTube. I'd have <laughs> to figure out or figure out what episode of what yeah, it yeah. was on. There's nowhere to rewatch. And with wrestling fans, rewatching shit is like literally one of our major things. Yeah, yeah. That is the movies don't suck and something news. I read stuff to Chris because he's blind in both eyes because one uh-huh. time he saw his mother naked. That's, that's 100% true. Uh, true story. More <laughs> <laughs> true story, but uh, dumb money, dumb money directed by Craig Gillespie. Craig Gillespie has directed such things as Cruella, uh, Pam and Tommy, and with I Tanya directed I Tanya. One of the first things we talked about on the podcast, in fact, I Tanya. Yes, and we love it. Uh, this is written by Lauren Shuker Bloom and uh, Rebecca Angelo and Ben Resri. Uh, Lauren and Rebecca worked on a uh, Orange New Black. They're also writing the upcoming Wolfman and Bride movies, Chippendale, all that. Uh, and then Ben Masrick is a he wrote the Social Network, and and uh, that's uh, definitely is based on a book by uh, Ben by uh, Ben Masrick. And this stars the inimitable, the sexy, a sex symbol himself, Paul Dano. <laughs> Also, another sexism, Pete Davidson. When I used to live with my mom, I just thought she was annoying. Also, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio has played C. Cohen. Uh, America Ferreira is a genie in this. Just kill yourself. Uh, also stars Maya Harold as Riri. Nick Offerman as King Griffin. This is a mistake. Why would you call it that on your menu? Also, Anthony Ramos as Marcus Barcia. Seth Rogen uh, as... um. Gabe Plotkin. Hey! Oh, oh, yeah. Look, what's the problem? I'll tell you the problem. What? You're the problem, man. Also, Toledo writers, Harmony Williams, Sebastian Stan as Vlad Tinev. I just started to feel pain. Uh, Shailene Woodley as Carolyn Gill. I just started to feel pain. <laughs> listening to myself talk to you. <laughs> no, that's because you're in my suffer zone. Also, Kate Burton as Elaine Gill, Clancy Brown as Steve Gill, and, uh, why don't you go ahead and read the storyline for this one, Neil? Jesus Christ. Uh, by the way, if you haven't looked at your screen in a while, oh, there. <laughs> there they all are. Yeah. Like, literally, this cast was, like, the hugest stacked. cast of... Stacked. Stacked. This movie was just stacked. Yeah. All right, let's read this uh, nice, lovely uh, storyline. Dumb Money is the ultimate David versus Goliath tale based on the insane true story of everyday people who flipped the script on Wall Street and got rich by turning GameStop, yes, the mall video game store, into the world's hottest company. In the middle of everything is a regular guy, Keith Gill, who starts it all by sinking his life savings into a stock and posting about it. When his social posts start blowing up, so does his life and the lives of everyone following him. As a stock tip becomes a movement, everyone gets rich until the billionaires fight back and both sides find their worlds turned upside down. So, Neil, were you an active member of Reddit when this went down? Yes. Yes, I was, well, I was too. Uh, but, and so I had a friend who yeah. 
who actually they I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna ginger them because I don't want to give it away. Yeah, yeah, understandable. But but they, they this is after all this stuff went down and they invested so much money in GameStop, but they they, they obviously they did it too late. Um, but they were spending money left and right. They were giving people fifty dollars tips on food and shit like that. I'm like, what is going on? But uh, and me and Leah, we put a couple hundred bucks in GameStop. But yeah, that's what it is. But this movie is when it comes to movie making. This is a fun fucking movie. This is a fun movie. Okay, now one, let's talk about this for five seconds. Yeah. I did not get in on GameStop. I got in on AMC, yeah. and I did make I did make a, a little bit of money off of it. Yeah. I made a little bit, not much, yeah. not much, nothing to nothing to. I mean, uh, enough to fix your car if you needed, but not enough <laughs> yeah. to buy a new car. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, but uh, exactly, I have to agree with you. This movie is just. Bonus. Even if you don't understand a goddamn yeah. thing about finances, yeah. it does not no, no, matter. It doesn't. This movie is so much fun. Yeah, and it's like it, uh, scenario, scenario. Not not a spoiler. That's it, kind of just a yeah. scenario in the movie. Uh, there's a part that Seth R- Rogen, his character, has to run back and forth <laughs> to his mansions. Yeah, with a with a neighbor's mansion in the way, and that that just to me was just like good physical humor, and that, this movie is something like that. It, it's yeah. a lot of humor, but a really good story at the heart of it. Yeah, yeah. So, and uh, there's a movie, the book you can read to get more in depth on it. But for the most part, I'm also at the end they show the real people, which they needed to. Why wouldn't you do that? Uh, but um, yeah, like I was, I was, Transix was very funny. Lots of laughing going on. Very kinetic. Mm-hmm. Even if like so they make even if that stuff sounds boring to you, they still keep it really snappy. They still keep it really going for you. Um I I I think it's a crime this movie's not higher at the box office because it's a fucking quality ass movie. I really do. I think I Yeah, think- this is this is a movie that I think this is what's gonna happen with this movie. I think it's gonna be one of those movies that three years like the nice guys. Yeah. Dude, Year, nice is now finally now. getting its due. Right now, it's yeah. finally getting its due. It's now finally getting its due. I think this is one of those movies that's going to hit the streaming networks, and that's when everybody's going to be like, oh, this is such a great movie. Have you seen Dumb Money? Yeah. Like, you know, it's going to be one of those. It's not going to be one. And this is the thing. People just don't go to the theater anymore, man. Dude, I, go all, I love going to the theater. I love it. Absolutely. I do, too. I love going to the theater because guess what? For two hours, everybody has to shut the fuck up, yeah. put their goddamn phones down, and just pay attention yeah. to what's going on in front of you. <laughs> yeah. Like, even at a concert or, or or a wrestling event or anything like that, people don't do that. So, anyways. And and I'm one of them, too. I yeah, take yeah, pictures, yeah, yeah. you know, you know, trying to get everything I can for what I'm doing. But... It's literally, it's one of those movies that need that. It is just so much fun. And oh, yeah. if we don't go to theaters to see movies like this, we're gonna lose movies like this yeah. at theaters. And movies like this, you know, the stat cast. Like I don't know how you can feel how, how you get, not get into this because I really, really enjoyed this movie. I really did. Uh, it's Paul Dano. Let's talk about Paul Dano for so a second. So good. 
God just damn. every character he has done. I, I mean, we can go through his whole resume. I mean, I first saw I mean, Little Miss Sunshine, and then I've just seen him in everything else. Little Miss Sunshine. Not even just Little Miss Sunshine. Uh, 12 Years a Slave. There, there will, be, will blood. be blood, dude. You know, Sunday, dude. I know. It's one of the best characters ever. Like, honestly. Swiss Army Man. Swiss yeah, like, Army yeah. Man. Swiss fitted. Army Man, Like, dude. the guy just, like... There is not too many. The guilty. The Fablemans. The Fablemans. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, the guy just knocks these movies. Looper, even. Like, yeah. he was good in Looper. Yeah, yeah, he was good like, in Looper. It's, it's, like, these are movies that he just knocks at, like. I forgot he's, some in, them, I forgot he's in Prisoners, dude. Fuck. Taking Woodstock. Taking Woodstock. <laughs> I totally forgot about Taking Woodstock. That was a great movie. Paul Dano is just, he, we don't deserve him. I don't think we deserve him on this planet. I really don't. I think he's just a good dude and he's going, and if you watch interviews of him, which I have to after I get done watching these yeah. movies, because I'm yeah, getting clips and figuring out what's the best way to describe things, yeah. stuff like that. I watched a lot of clips of this dude in the last couple of days. Neil said me one where Paul Dano doing the ABCs. <laughs> yeah, dude, I sent you on that. Uh, Paul Dano doing the ABCs. The guy is just, uh, he seems like he's just a good down-to-earth dude. Uh, he's kind of dude I, I want to have a beer with, uh, like talk stories with, and just, you know, I'm, actually, I'd probably want to play like a board game with him. Oh, he yeah. seems like a board game guy. <laughs> you know, but um, we're passing chess. But, um, yeah, uh, bald, uh, Paul Dano, Pete Davidson, of no, course, but, played a high but, dude. But, but that he, was played, freaking... he played, he played Pete Davidson basically in this movie. Yeah, and he was perfect for the role. Perfect for the he role. He was perfectly for the role. Like him and Paul Despot. America was great yeah. in her role yeah. as uh, you know, the nurse. Guess, yeah. Um, living in the hard times. Uh, Nick Offerman, Seth Rogen, St Sebastian Stan all played the rich guys, and they played them so awesomely. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, Telly Ryder and Mahalo Harold, the, 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 the couple and the college couple, they were, you felt their love. Um, I loved Anthony Ramos' character, Marcus. God, yeah. I loved him so much. Uh, and then even Vincent D'Onofrio, which I didn't recognize him in this. You know, I didn't recognize. I know for a second I didn't. I was like, and then I was like, oh, that's Vincent. Yeah. And then I was like, oh shit, man, you got kind of a belly going on there, man. But that's okay. I do too. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. You get up there in age, it's hard to keep the weight yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. I and, get uh, it. And then Shane was her part, but even Clancy Brown. But it's it's a fun movie, man, and it's uh it's it gets you know it gets you pumping your fist. Also, you know, Paul Dano just fucking as Keith Gill is. Roaring Kitty, man. Like, just, you know, it's it's a fun fucking movie, dude. And I, yeah, I, no, I, but you know who doesn't think it's fun? The fun fact that I got up right okay, now, okay. bro. Oh. Ken Kid, uh, uh, Griffin, the guy who's portrayed by Nick Offerman, is actually in a nasty behind-the-scenes legal fight with Sony Pictures over his way <laughs> 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 he's appeared in Dumb Money. He has hired two law firms at this time to fight. Well, what's the what's it? It's just a, it's a movie. <laughs> but it's like, dude, come on, man. Oh, it's like, come on. A movie is a movie. Just like I I just realized I spelled law firms wrong. Are you fixing that now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's what happens when you uh do these at like three o'clock in the morning. But but um 
Yeah. Man, I mean, this was this was a good movie based off of a real thing that really happened. Yeah. I mean, I got in on the AMC uh, short squeeze yeah. when that was going on and uh, made a lot of poor people some money, dude. <laughs> I mean, some good real money. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's insane. Like, uh, the, you know, it, it was Wall Street now has to pay attention to fucking Reddit now <laughs> to see what's going to happen. I know. And. There, there's a great line in this movie, and you know, I, I, I it's not really a spoiler, but it, it's because it is what really happened in real life, uh, where he is like, it gave people for so many years now, Wall Street is like a far cry from people. It's, yeah. it's like people don't understand it unless you really like study it mm-hmm. and get into it, and it's like the the GameStop thing was the first time in a long time where people that were poor felt like they had a chance yeah. to be to to get the money that they needed. So I was watching this, and every you know thirty minutes, you know, me, you go, I remember that <laughs> um, because you know, like, because there's stuff in here that like would made waves. It's to, historical, yeah. and it's a historical fact that yeah. most of this stuff happened. Um, I'll give you some quotes, and let's get into our rating of this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just making sure I'm starting correctly. Sorry, it's kind of weird because the other movie only had like, like three quotes. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm here and nothing is happening. One guy is driving all the buying. Who? A kitty. <laughs> Who is the guy? I don't know, but I think I just came a little bit. <laughs> You never bet against Wall Street. I know more about this company than myself. I'm going to choose a stock and talk about this week, and that stock is GameStop. I wasn't. I want to know what Luke Wilson from the Royal Tender Bombs tell me where to invest my money. I I, I did that one just for you, buddy. Thank you, pal. I, did, I didn't write it down correctly because I didn't hear it all until I <laughs> said Royal Tenenbaums, and I was like, yeah, yeah. that's a, I had to write that one. All right. You're never going to date Puff Daddy. Nobody calls him Puff Daddy, <laughs> at least since the 90s. <laughs> We've been shorting GameStop since 2014. Uh, this asshole thinks he is Jimmy Buffett. Don't you mean Warren Buffett? (laughs) (laughs) What kind of company closes down because the government tells them to? Right. You ever heard of a short squeeze? Is that kind of like a sexual thing? (laughs) (laughs) It's about class warfare. We are the hyenas, but enough of us get together and we can take down a lion. When the music stops, someone will be left without a seat. Nobody wants your baby. (laughs) Don't get addicted to this. It's just like a drug. I'm, I'm, I noticed there's stuff I wrote down. Yeah. Um, because I noticed there's certain things that kind of ruin certain parts of it that aren't public knowledge. (laughs) Say it with me now. 
Say it with me now, Chris. Are you ready? Uh -huh. Are you going to say it with me? Where's my uh -huh. pussy at? <laughs> uh, he said, run naked. It's a metaphor. I want to see you run naked, though. <laughs> and let's see. Uh, fuck you, Ken Griffin. Mm -hmm. Oh, let me say that again. Fuck you, Ken Griffin. All right, cool. <laughs> a lot of people uh, think the system is broken. As for me, I just like the stock. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Uh, Neil, what you? Oh, yeah, more. No, wait, wait. One, one more. One more. I just want you to know, honey. You're a fucking gangster. <laughs> <laughs> like, like yeah. literally, great movie, great lines. Fucking go see it. Uh, Four point two easily. Yeah, this is you, a I'm great you, fucking I'm movie. I'm with you on that, dude. Uh, maybe higher. You know what? I'm gonna give it a four point three. I love this movie. Okay. This is probably gonna be on my top ten at the end of the year. It's a fun I movie. I fucking dude. love the acting in it. Everybody got along great in it. And to be honest, this was just one of those movies that I. I would. I love movies like this. I felt good at the end. the the bad The bad guy loses. It's one of those movies that it just makes you feel good. Yeah, it just, uh, just it works, man. It works. All this works together. Um, I, I, I laughed. I walked out. Felt good. It just, it's just a, it's just, it's a crime. This is not higher than box office because it's so well made. It's so well made. But it's yeah. so well made. I, I, I have not stopped. Um, uh, saying it's praise since I saw it. Like, this is one of those movies that sometimes you just got to go and grab a nice frosty beverage and drink to it. All right, man. I'm on com. What's the audience score for dumb money? He was drinking, yes. I should have waited until he was done taking that. But, yeah. you know That was for Roaring Kitty right there. Because <laughs> he always used to drink while he was doing yeah, that. That's true. Yeah, okay, anyway. 86, no, sorry. What is the answer for this one? 86%. There you go. Good job. Yeah. All right. All right. Sorry. I have good earphones. Yeah, yeah. What's um, what's the critic score for dumb money? On RiseBeats.com. Ah, oh, man. Critics are bitch. Uh, 86% Um, for the audience. So let's see. 91. Uh, 84%. Certified Fresh. Oh, they went lower, yeah. actually. Yeah. Damn, I thought they'd go higher. Who do you think this is? is Dumb Money's crowd-pleasing dramatization of realized... Real, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Dumb Money's crowd-pleasing dramatization of real-life stock hijinks may not tell the complete story, but it's rousingly entertaining nonetheless. Right? Um, I'll give a good, bad review and a good review of this movie. Uh, this is from Steven Silver of the 50th and Ben Hiked. He says, Takes a story in which a group of people were seeing the popular imagination of scrappy underdogs doesn't really do anything to question or interrogate that. Whatever. Uh, this is uh, from Kim Malmar of the Times UK. It says, Sounds dry and simplistic, but the script from Lauren Shuker Bloom and Rebecca Angelo is vivid and visceral, and cinema brings a stultifying sto oh, grimness of the central pandemic time block back to painful life. Okay. Damn. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Damn. Yeah, so we're, I'll, I'll do this one, actually. Oh, okay, that one says, Peter Travers, ABC News, says, Paul Dano excels in this true tale of how little guy investors took down billionaire Wall Streeters, caught a slapstick tragedy with a windfall of laughs. Right? Paul Dano's great in this. Everyone's great in this. Go see Dumb Money. Uh, that's your theater. That's a theater movie. And we hope you guys go see this movie because it needs to get seen, I feel like. That's... It is one of those movies that just needs to be seen. Yep. 
right. Uh, because like literally, I, 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 I'm not going to lie. I, I don't, dude, it's going to be so hard at the end of this year to figure out we've what had some, movies. We saw some really 10. fucking good movies this year. We saw some really good movies. There's movies we didn't even see that are still good movies <laughs> yeah. that we didn't see that there's, there's one, um, one movie I saw that was not on our, anything that we've yeah. done. That literally, I think, is one of the best movies the entire year. What and as it? soon as I remember what that movie mm. is, I'll tell you what it was. Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, I'm still, I'm still like, over the movie. I'll talk to me, dude. Anyway. Um, but, um, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's Dumb Money. Uh, next week we're doing The Creator, and I'm not sure what the stream movie is. We'll do, we'll do something, but The Creator is next week, right? The Creator, for sure. Yeah. I mean, we want to do Saw 10. We're oh, going to do that. Sooner or later, yeah, it's in, but um, it's that, but we know that's going to last to the Halloween yeah, season, yeah. so we're not going to just freak out and go see it right now. The creator is the one we we kind of want to put on uh, our image on for this week, and then um, we'll find some. I know there's plenty of movies out there yeah. that we have not watched in this past year yeah. that, like, literally, we got to try to get those in because Chris, it's getting it's only two months away, bro. Fuck. We are two <laughs> months away from freaking, and we so two months so altogether. We only have nine more episodes until we have to do the top ten. God, so nine hard. more episodes. So we gotta fit in movies that we think yeah. is yeah. gonna be on that top yeah. ten. We'll talk to Mark again this year too, Mark. Over uh, broadcast and Mark Radwich. I know, and Mark has not once messaged me for a wrestling podcast all year long. I feel really sad about You've that. You've been on there though. I know. I'm on there <laughs> quite often, to be honest. All right, guys. Uh, you can find us online with zonesuck.net. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast one W2Mnet.com. That's W number two, Amazon Movies Net.com. Find our podcast there and find a bunch of really, really great ones. Uh, you can find us on X at MTS Podcast or on Instagram at MTS Podcast. We'll go to patreon.com slash Uh Join our Patreon. We love you. Uh, go to bonfire.com slash something to do. You guys want merch? We're also, uh, if you guys want to subscribe, yeah, do that. If you're on Facebook, uh, go and like that page YouTube, hit that little red subscribe button. And where you find podcasts and find movies on suck and something to do. Neil, what do you do for small businesses? If you have a small business, we'd be more than happy to promote you right here on the podcast. Right it doesn't here. matter what state you're from. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're in Tulsa. It doesn't matter if you're in Oklahoma, Kansas, Missouri, Indiana, Chicago, in Australia. And Australia. Yeah. We don't care. We will promote you to our thousands of listeners, our millions of followers, right here on Movies Don't Suck and Something to Do, just to get your name out there. And guess how much you got to pay us? Nothing. Zero. Not a dime. Zero. Not anything. Because what? We like doing this to help other people out locally in our neighborhoods mm-hmm. and places here in the world that we live. Yeah. All right. Are you good, man? I don't know, man. I'm, I, I mean, I wish I had more Mountain Dew hard seltzer, man. I'm That's starving, some good shit. I gotta get some food. I, I, I know. Me too. Oh, my God. I, I ate like a bowl of cereal this morning. That's all I've had. <laughs> yeah. I had an apple. So. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, my gosh. All right. You... Let's hit it. That's another episode of Movies That Don't Suck and Some That Do. My name's Neil. And I'm Chris. And remember, guys, girls, and all the listeners out there, sometimes in life we're going to get dumb money and we're going to spend it. But remember, when you spend it all and there's not a dollar left, no one will be there to save you. Have a good night.